Mm-hmm. Right. I went up yeah. to the shade room, shading everybody. Anyways, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why is the shade room shading? They do it all the time. They'll be like, uh, blah, 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 coming through her new new fleeky dress. But the, but the whole po- uh, point of the picture be her fucked up hairdo. <laughs> her nail, oh no, her nail be fucked up. Bro. They talk about since she coming through with her new dress. Don't try to shit. trick me. This is the unknown double bleep podcast. I'm gonna two bleeps here for fun. Two bleeps. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask some intro music to some. Down the down the the bleep podcast. The bleep podcast. Welcome, welcome to another episode. It's episode two of the podcast. That's right. Still no name. Uh, Teddy, how you doing, man? How are you? <laughs> doing great, doing great. Hey, hey, you know, I kind of, I kind of feel like we should, uh, since the podcast has no name, I kind of feel like we shouldn't have names either, right? <laughs> hey, you're a character, voice one, and the voice, male voice two, and the female voice one. <laughs> I'm so doing I'm good, though. Good, man. How, how are you, Cindy? How are you? How are you feeling? I'm... I'm a little. I'm. I, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm you like Charlamagne yeah. said, it's between O and K. I yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm good, good man. though. You know. Well, guys, happy to be here. You know. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I'm happy to have you guys here for another episode. Um, this is fun. I love doing it. So, of course, you know, per usual, a lot has happened within the week. That <laughs> 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 last 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 show of 2020 was crazy. Like each week gets crazier, man. So, um, <laughs> yo, shit is like a reality show. I don't know real. what to expect next. I don't, I really don't. So, but in, in some local news, you know, the DMV is known for uh, a lot of social media comedians and content, which is dope. You know, you got from your APAPs and McKittens to your, to your Izzy's to your Teddy B's, all that, right? Which is dope. <laughs> but what I've noticed is it's kind of like the rap game. Like, niggas be going back and forth at each other. They be, like, press over followers. And I guess recently, um, Davey Ruffin got into it with Aunt Glizzy. And uh, Teddy can fill us more in exactly what happened. And then I guess we'll just take it from there. Yeah. So, um, you know, long story short. Well, I'm trying not to keep it too short, you know. I don't want to squeeze out any juices. But... Mm. (laughs) Jesus, sir. Yeah, so... (laughs) I forgot who I was around, man. You know, I gotta Yeah, so of course everybody knows Aunt Glizzy is like the the king troll of the DMV. Right. Uh, or at least he has that <laughs> that title at the moment until somebody comes and takes the crown or something. But you know, um it was brought to his attention that comedian Davey Ruffin had got knocked out down i think it was ocean city by a white guy and so him doing his normal troll thing was saying like you know we don't need at a time like this with the whole blm movement going on etc etc right. right. which so, is true which is true by the way <laughs> <laughs> well I'm, I'm quite sure if he wanted to win the fight he he would have won the fight like you know sometimes it don't work out that way you know I, what I, mean? I, I completely agree yeah so you know of course davy caught wind of that and they've been having this crazy back and forth ever since then and it's even gotten this personal as to they've been having each other's mothers on these lives you know what? yes dishing Yo. dirt on each other um 
they have dirt on significant others as far as like sex tapes. And now yeah. we're at the point where mm-hmm. they've set up a, a fight and they're actually we're trying selling. to, I guess. Is it set up already? Yes, I think it's been confirmed today. Damn. So tickets would be a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Yeah. Y'all, uh? y'all let me know how that is. I want. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. World premiere. Break the for me, please. I need to understand where is this happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I watch this live? So, and how so, much is it? So the flyer says a secret location. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm guessing to me when you when you pay the hundred dollars, I guess the location is revealed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm paying for is the tell of the tape, man. You know, I got to see the height, the weight. I got to see reaches. I got to see How much ages. is the live stream? That's what I need to know. How much is the that's live great, stream? That's a great question. I, I didn't see nothing about a stream, but somebody has to stream that, right? They're going to drop it soon. They They're have to. You got to. That's like... Well, yeah. Uh, well, I, I didn't... I kind of like saw it popping up on my timeline a lot, like that there was just some beef. But I, I be thinking like those comedians be going back and forth, and like it just be some funny shit, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you told me about it, I went to the Fox News of the DMV, DMV Hoods and News, and um, shout out DMV Hoods and News. That's why I go for my DMV news. Um, so I saw that shit, and I saw Dave Reffin like, "Yo, fuck all that bullshit." So I'm trying to square up with you, like, "Fuck the bullshit." And you, what you trying to eat, right? You bought that serious shit, right? You set everything up, right? You be setting up, uh, set him down, Sandy, right? All right, bet set up a fight. And I'm gonna be honest, I think it's. I mean, so based on what I heard, like, it was the he didn't like the joke about it, him getting knocked out, whatever. Cool. So he's a comedian. Why is he? Why? Why he so butthurt over this? I don't understand that. But even even if he is butthurt or whatever, I kind of like the fight idea. I love it. I um, kind of like the fight I did. <laughs> it's probably, I mean, pride and ego, you know, that drives you a long way towards being butthurt. No, I mean, if he got knocked out and it's like, you know, hey, everybody got their day, right? And a nigga making fun of it and you're like, hey, I don't respect you. <laughs> like, and you don't want to catch an assault charge and you can make some bread off of it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. I'd probably do that. Yeah. I definitely be down for that, especially if the tickets are a hundred dollars. I wonder how much they're making. They're getting some bread from yeah. this. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's all about that. Pe- well, I want to, I want to, I want to pivot to Cindy because this is a, clearly a testosterone-driven conversation. Okay, <laughs> I want to know if this happened and you were a female and a female got knocked out by another female and then another female comedian made a joke about it. Like, do you, would you, if you were that person that got knocked out, would you feel like nah? Me? Nah. Interesting. I just would. I because like you know, like you get knocked out, people gonna talk shit, man. Like that's like you, you can almost expect it. You know what I mean? That's just like with women, it's mm-hmm. like if a woman gets like hit or hurt, it's not really funny to another woman unless she's like yeah. that savage. So like if he and girl world, that probably wouldn't even happen. Or if it did, like it wouldn't be like, oh, hey, fight me. It'd be like, oh, fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then that would be it. But guys, they don't like yeah, you guys don't like it's well, disrespect. Respect is like oxygen to men. So y'all disrespect each other like niggas just wanna fight now. It's like, well, all right, okay. What happened to nuance? Like, what if I mean hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. What if he just had too many drinks that <sighs> night? I don't know what his night looked like. Could have been lit. No, it, I don't think it was, I don't know. Is it a video? Is there a video? A, a conversation that you would have to have. Whoa, huh? Yeah. 
Well, he, I mean, listen, all I'm trying to say is niggas just say, like, somebody got knocked out. I need to know exactly what happened. They, they do have brass knuckles on. I mean, what happened? Like, no, nuances no, no, to this. No, like you said earlier, sometimes it's just your day. You it's know? just your day. Yeah. But listen, I don't care that he's, if he feel like he disrespected him with that joke and that's like a sensitive area for him, as a person who is very sensitive to disrespect, fuck it. If you can fight this nigga and y'all can come up and you can beat his ass. And probably end his career. <laughs> Do it. Make your money, bro. Tell me how much the live stream and I'm tuning in. I know DMV has news to be a commentator. That's all I know. <laughs> all I know. I'm there for it. I'm there for it. I want. I want to pivot real quick. Okay. Um, to a similar to a similar conversa- conversation about uh, DMV creatives kind of really going against each other instead of being together. And I think it may just be a human issue. Now I won't even say DMV creative, but. Recently, this week, Shy Glizzy dropped a project, Half A3, which is the completion of the mixtape trilogy. I haven't heard it yet, but I heard it's dope as fuck. And based off the uh, track listing and who he got on there, like Uzi Vert, uh, a couple other people that are really interesting, I was like, okay, he probably got a good project. And then I seen a post that uh, uh, somebody on Twitter was like, yo, put this, put, let's turn this shit off and put that fat trail back on, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so look, so look, I'm like, so look, but look at Fat Trail from jail replied. <laughs> from jail. They have so much freedom in jail nowadays. Freedom, freedom, no, freedom, freedom, freedom boy. Yeah. Freedom, free, free, free my man. And, and when you get home, stay out, my nigga. That's that's my yeah. that's my evil twin. I get called him all the time when I go out. Oh, you look shit. like Fat. You look like a good version of Fat Trail. You yeah. look like you, you look like if Fat you Trail. My rich evil twin brother is what I call him. <laughs> I guess that's accurate, yeah. But anyway, so, so Fat Trail, Fat Trail responded and said, "Nah, play us both." No. And I had to put the hundred emoji on that, obviously. But it got me thinking: like the artists are saying, "Nah, support us both." But why are the fans automatically going for division and competition? Now we know as rappers, AV rap as well, and Cindy as as a dancer who who battles. There's a friendly competition to what we do, right? right there's a sport, sportsmanship to it. Yeah, some people you know are dickheads, so you might have some beef with them, whatever. But there's a sport, a general sportsmanship to it. Mm-hmm. But if you especially want to see people from your own area eat. So why do we as consumers do that? Especially DMV. Like we we it, it I haven't seen Unity create creatively speaking outside the go-go world here at all. Maybe photography wise a little bit. Well it's, not, it. it's not it's not a lot in that field either, I can attest to. Mm. I, I don't I don't I don't know. It's kinda like that it's always been like competition. I wouldn't. Yeah. It is. A, it is a gentleman's competition, but it wouldn't be with my friends, right? Mm. You know. So if somebody was like, "Yo, take that teddy off and put, you know, Darius on." I would probably say the same thing. Like, you just play us both. Yeah. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind hearing Darius. So you know, that's that's cool too. You know. Um, do you think people? That, why do you think people be going against Shot Glizzy so hard? Uh, he's different. What do you mean by that? He's not the typical, you know, what gets popping in the DMV. He's he's really no. pivoted away from that, and I don't think people like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So all that street talk and all that gangster gangster stuff, he really isn't on that no more. He's more so of a, not so much right. He's more so of a, a industry artist now, where he's trying mm. to be commercial as he, as possible to you know get up there 
I mean, he sounds good, man. He sounds much better, I'll be honest. Like, lyric, like, lyric and, like, structure, verse-wise, it sounds mm-hmm. rap. Rap-wise, it sounds better. I don't yeah. know what he's doing, but keep up the good work. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, what, what do y'all think that is? Like, as far as, like, community, I know, Cindy, you're in the dance community. Abe, you're in a bunch of different circles, and as well as myself. Even when you try to help people, they, they get resentful. Like, what, what is that in human nature? <laughs> what, is, what do you mean, like, help people? Yeah. Like, I mean, in general, right? like, like, if... You know what I mean? Like, if somebody was, you know, uh, A, right, they're coming up in the photography game, so you're giving them tips about the aperture and stuff like that, and they start to looking like, man, I know how to do it. You don't got to tell me. What is that, uh... man? And then that's, that's I, I feel like that's what drives the sportsmanship. Like, man, I could do that same shit he doing. Like, that nigga, you know what I'm saying? That nigga just making whatever music. But why don't you just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it should be healthy competition. And I, I, I don't know where where human nature would get away from that. And I don't know when the DMV we're ever going to actually have unity because I've never seen it. Not not in the creative space. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's pivot. Let's pivot, pivot, guys. Let's, let's pivot. It's almost time for shots soon, but I'm, I'm <laughs> so I still have a drink and I have faith. I'm good. So, guys, you know, big news this week, celebrity-wise, is um, Cardi B and Offset. Um, so, yeah. you know, Cardi B filed for a divorce. Um, and she actually spoke out recently. I, I actually heard the clip where she was basically saying that he cheated the whole time, essentially, to summarize. Okay. Um, so hit so hold on, you know, th- I saw this meme. <laughs> just I didn't even understand the pretext of the meme, right? So it says basically, uh, here it is. Here it, is. it says Allset cheats on his thought wife, picture of Allset, and this woman crying. <laughs> and then it says, Women, she deserves so much better. And then it has Jada Jada uh, Smith over here. They say Jada cheats on her loyal husband. And then it has a woman that look, looks like she's in like a like a drug commercial for like Allegra or something. And she's like, women, it's just an entanglement. And then she's like happy and frolicking. So um <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so my question first to y'all is hold the pretext. The first thing, offset cheats on his thought wife. Damn, that's harsh. That's very harsh. Like, that's trash as fuck, bro. Yeah, that's, that's like, I can't even skip past that. Can't you can't even past get that. you can't even get cheated on in the industry, and uh, it somehow no. being about like well, come it's on, the bro. nuance. We gotta start having more conversations about nuance. Listen, all right. If I was a thug nigga, right, and I was putting in work catching bodies, right, and I changed my life, you would say I was reformed, right? I used right. to be a thug, but I'm no longer a thug, right? Okay. Cardi B used to be a stripper. She used to trick niggas. Maybe not actually fuck them, but at least drug them. That's a very thought-like behavior, but she no longer does that. She's a musician. She's an entrepreneur and a rapper. So you would say she's a reform thought, right? Mm-hmm. Right? No. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, what's the definition Why of a thought? Why aren't you convinced? Then? What's the definition <laughs> of a thought? I, I, I am convinced that she's reformed. I mean, it, it's perspective, though, because it's like the music indicates otherwise. But that's just music. It's, in, it's entertainment. We know that she's married, and if they want to fuck another, whoever, they can do that in their bedroom. Right. So I so I don't I, I don't I, what what about her behavior besides the music could be considered thought like plus she's rapping about sucking her niggas dick and her, you know what I'm saying so that, that's not even thought like that's Christian like like shit <laughs> that, that's good religiousness influencing influencing the masses of women to not cook and not clean 
a bunch of other bevy of stuff. So hey, listen. If a person think they did, wow. if a person thinks they shouldn't cook or clean, they probably won't survive by themselves. So that person doesn't. We don't, I don't even care about that person. They're like whatever, man. Fuck them. We're talking about the people who are smart and logical and are in the middle of things. They don't lean too left and they don't lean too right. Right. Okay. So all I'm saying is she makes provocative music. Right. Very. All right. I I should change the conversation. If my girlfriend was a stripper, uh-huh. does that make her a thought? No. Right. So what is Cardi B doing? But okay, things? okay. But it it would it would depends on the context of your girl being the stripper though. Now if she's just, if she's just you know going to a strip club and dancing for money, mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. normal. It's the other stuff that comes into play like. Is she sleeping around with other guys for money from the strip club and uh, like nuance? But she would. But if she was just dancing, you wouldn't call that thotty. Nah, nah, not me. But what is but but what is Cardi B doing differently? Would, I know Cardi B's would, just talking though. Cardi B's just talking and dancing. Yeah, I mean, considering the history, that's that's really where it comes from. She's performed. Yeah, that's your opinion. Oh. <laughs> Damn, you don't think she's reformed? No, I'm just, I'm, no, I don't have a problem at all with Cardi, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be like the, the right, advocate. Can we define what's the thought yeah. behavior? All right, what's the thought behavior? The actual lyrics? Yeah, the lyrics, the video. I mean, this is. Okay, so what about it is thoughty? The talking about the sucking the dick or the talking about the pussy? Like, what about it? Would you consider, so is Megan the Stallion thoughty too? Yeah. Okay, so what about uh, it then? No, what about it? I want to. And I love Meg. And I love Meg. I love Meg. I'm a huge Meg fan. That's like, you know, yeah, my baby. Meg. Yeah, my baby mother, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But <laughs> no, that whole but what about that it? whole city girl movement. Yeah, where they <laughs> they constantly rap about finessing niggas and getting this and getting that. Yeah, I mean, it's self-explanatory to me. But that's right, but hold on. We opinion. do know. We do know. Cardi B is probably legitimately done it. But Megan Stallion is a civilian. Think so? I don't think she's done most of those things. I think I think she I think she'll be a civilian now after getting shot. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. We, I don't want to either. It's not funny because it's, it's domestic violence, so I'm not gonna laugh about yeah, that. That's but, my baby, so I'm, I'm yeah, not gonna that. I don't respect Tory Lanez as a bitch. Ass. Anyway, um, so um, yeah, I I don't understand why they started off with calling her a thought. Why? I, I, I would, in my personal opinion, I would say she's reformed because I wouldn't say talking of sex, talking sexual nature, like especially not as a rapper. Like that's just talk. Like these rappers talking about like shooting niggas and selling drugs. They do none of that shit. Like that's just talk. They're just entertaining us. But you so know, I, I put that on the same. Spectrum. You know, by society standard, the wife has to have this image, and she doesn't have that image. Cindy, can you speak to society standards? Oof. Yes. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I need to take my shot for a second. Nah, no, yes. for real. Okay. Nah, no funny. Let's do it. I, I, I think, I think um, society standards in America are just vastly just... It's trash, bro. Like, you should be able to be as freaky as you want and still be somebody's wife as long as you're not... You know what I'm saying? Like... It, it, people are married. Rappers are married. There's rappers that are married that still talk their shit like they're yeah. single, bro. Can I double down what you say real quick? There's a lot of rappers who talk about fucking bitches who ain't fucking no bitches. They fucking their wife. And if, yes. they, if they can entertain and say that, I, I, don't, I don't understand how she can say I finesse niggas, but she's she not really that, doing it. But she's not she really doing wife? it. Maybe she used to do it, just like the rapper yeah. used to fuck bitches back in the day, but not no more. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of... Right. name a few. 
it's it's just weird to me. And also, I really feel like they just put that that hue, like that light on the um, the status they made, like just to try to make her look bad. Like, yo, like, oh, the thought wife got cheated on. Like, oh, big surprise. Like, why we shouldn't feel sorry for her? You know what I'm saying? Because she used to be a thought. Like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, being cheated on hurts. No matter who you are, like, that's like not cool. It's that's not cool, bro. I agree yeah. with that. Not cool. Yeah. One of the worst feelings ever. Agree. Yes. Yeah. So and, I mean, you know, yes. I mean, you can. People can have their opinion. They can be like, "Oh, she dumb. She went back to him knowing that he was cheating mm-hmm. already. Should have been a red flag. He should have just dubbed him from jump." But I mean, it is what it is. It happened the way it happened. Like y'all can't like, what? How is this about Cardi B though? Like she got cheated on in, in the public eye. Like how is this about her? Somehow? Well, it's more so. I would say I, I'll give a person deal mm-hmm. up somebody. I remember before I used to think people who got divorced was kind of like weak, like ah, they gave up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like ah, they quit. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. But then you learn after you, you know, you had when I was a Christian, I had a lot of people get married young. That's like a cultural yeah. thing that's happening now with younger Christians, like 20 to 25, they're getting married in their age range. So, mm-hmm. and I've seen them get married, and I've seen them get divorced too. Mm-hmm. And I learned that you just don't really know what's going on in somebody's house. You yeah. honestly don't. You have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> social media, especially as a celebrity, social media does not give you any insight into what's going on in the house. And the dynamic of that kind of relationship where you have a rapper, a uh, rock star kind of group living a best fucking life, probably doing whatever the fuck you want. And then you got this on the same spectrum, you have this cele- huge mega celebrity who is embracing this image of, I don't know what you want to call it, ratchetness, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very... It has to be a very aggressive relationship, probably. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to ever assume, like, I don't know what's going on in the house, but I do have a problem with people attacking Cardi B for access for divorce because this is an unpopular opinion. As a divorcee, yes, if you feel like you're about to waste your time with somebody, get a fucking divorce. Oh, yeah. Do not yes. spend five years, ten years with this person and go, damn, I should got divorced when I was younger. Like, don't waste your time if you know. But I'm not saying do it easily. It took me a year and a half collectively studying if I would leave my religion and leave my marriage. Okay. So all I'm saying is I don't people are condemning the divorce aspect. They like they think it they, they look at it like she's quitting. And a lot of women just I don't know why, but Cindy maybe can attest to it. I don't they just allow niggas to dog them. It's like they they accept it as part of like their nature. They're like, that's just how men are. No, there's men who would be faithful to you and not cheat. Fact. No matter how much access they have to the pussy. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. But <laughs> I don't either. Uh, to the pussy, I have access. It's granted. Anyway, so um I don't I don't I don't I don't like people attacking her for uh asking for divorce. I think that's a strong thing to do, especially yeah. at her at her magnitude of like just everyone knows who Cardi B is. I have a question across though. the globe. Right. But go ahead, man. You got it. I have, a, I have a question though. So, do you think this separation, this divorce from Offset, is going to impact her music? Oh heck no! I don't. Like think you so think either. you think like you think like she's as dope as she is because she had that connection with Offset. I think that he influenced her to change musically. She, not not change, evolve musically. But mm-hmm. I think that she's doing the work as, as a good artist, which is evolving. Yeah, she, I definitely, I definitely think she's yeah, doing Yeah, I think she's work. putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah, I hear it. I hear the polished nature when I hear some of her new stuff. I go, oh, she's... I haven't heard the new song she dropped last week, but um, mm-hmm. the ones prior, I was like, okay, she's really working on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she'll be good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be good. I wish her the best. I wish both of them the best of luck, honestly. And people, you know what? That's also, let me talk about this too. Mm. Yo, stop clowning Offset for posting that he misses his grandmother. What the yeah, fuck is yeah, wrong with that, you people? What is that all about? What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, I feel you. No, no, listen, I feel what y'all saying. Niggas always like, <clears throat> I miss my pop. Listen, that means they miss the person who can help them and probably would have helped them not cheat. Shut the fuck up. Like, get are you serious, yo? You clowning this man for missing his grandma? I was so pissed off when I saw that. Only because people forget that these people are humans. Right. They're like move, they're like actors to people or something. They don't forget yeah. that that's a person that feels something. Right. And he just right. cheated on his wife so many times and publicly get, is getting embarrassed. And she mm-hmm. just it's, it's more so embarrassing because she's not she's not posting any sadness about it. She's dropping videos. Right. So you know he right. hurt. She's a, she's a, I'm not gonna say it. But anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I didn't like that people were coming after him for mourning his his mistake. Honestly, mistakes. Huh? Honestly, so you don't think you don't think he was just trying to like deviate from like the real nah, issue. It might have been a big mixture of both, but I know that like when I get fucked up, oh, I make a shitty decision that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that changes my life dramatically. I'm going to say, damn, I miss my stepfather. Like, I miss some person I could talk to who would really give me some wisdom in this moment. Uh, And that's just probably his grandmother. And I didn't like that shit at all. But that's just my opinion. Sorry, I got amped on that shit. uh (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Only because I'm an Offset fan. I'm an Offset fan, too. Yeah, I think Offset's dope. But yeah, man. So, um, But it got got me thinking about just marriage in general. Uh, I'm divorced. Um, Cindy, I don't know if you want to speak to, but she's divorced as well. And Damn, I, niggas, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, don't worry." I put the bleep sound right there. I'm like, "Cindy, she's beep." Found out next week or next week, next, week, <laughs> or next episode three. <laughs> It'd be a cliffhanger, but nah, you know, as a divorced person, you know, I, uh, I, I respect marriage. People think that people who get divorces don't respect marriage, and it's just mm-hmm. some play play shit to them. But they don't. Again, I think there's this culture where we don't understand nuance, especially as a Christian. When you're a young Christian. You, uh, there's a lot of pressure to get married. There's married. so Whether, much pressure yeah. to get married. Yeah. It, 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 sometimes it's subconscious, you know, because there's just a lot of married, young, happy couples around you fucking. And, um, <laughs> you're not able <laughs> and to. you're not fucking. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, that also confuses your brain a lot hormonally. So you, you get married and you may have made a mistake. I, I've seen it happen to a few Christian friends of mine. Yeah. And, I think it's, I think sometimes you're a strong person if you ask for divorce, and people just don't understand that there's nuance to things. Yeah. And then people change and people grow, and and sometimes people jump the gun. But I just want to say that I respect marriage, and and I think it's a great uh, kind of permanent like visual reminder of something. Uh-huh. Right. Like it's it's when you're when you're in an argument with your girl, it's easy to break up. And like man, fuck you, I'm gone. When you're your, that's your girlfriend. Unless you're a wife, nigga, you gotta fill out paperwork. Right. <laughs> it's it's not that simple. Period and you know what I'm saying? It is not mm-hmm. that simple. So you think way differently about it, even though it's just a piece of paper. Technically, you know whether you, I don't know if you believe it's a spiritual thing or not. I think mm-hmm. that starts far before you sign that paper. But right. I wanted to get y'all opinion on marriage and what do you think? How do you think their divorce? Because I think a lot of people looked at them like kind of like hood goes, hood couple goes, kind of. How do you think their their divorce affects like the community? Do you think the current climate is kind of like fuck marriage or after this or before that they was already on their fuck marriage? Or, like how do y'all feel about that? 
Well, I feel like I should go last because I've I've never been married. <laughs> okay. Oh well, let's take this shot first then. Oh, shit, okay, yeah. well, I'll go, yeah. I'll go, well, I'll go first then. Okay, do, do, the, music, do the music though, because it's going to be iconic. Oh. Right. <laughs> this is the podcast. This is the podcast. <laughs> we really appreciate y'all for listening. Hold on. Did you do? Don't forget to wear your mask. Yeah. <laughs> social distance, man. Social distance. Don't forget to stay six feet. Yeah. No. no. All right. Go ahead, bro. You I'll got it. Phase three. Okay. <laughs> Salute, Yo. baby. Salute. Salute. Um, marriage in the in our culture, I think it's. I don't even think people understand what marriage is. First and foremost, uh-uh. like it's because of the celebrities and etc. I think they see the fanciness of what a marriage is, and not the actual behind the scenes thing. Uh-huh. And, right. I also feel like. Before we even get to emerge, a lot of things in our culture is set up backwards to even, you know, to make those kind of things fail beforehand. Like, can you give me an example? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. So, first and foremost, I don't know how many times you've ever heard like a female say, you know, I see you as a friend or I see you like as, you know, not dateable, et cetera, et cetera. But it, takes a friend it was supposed to take a friend for you to want to even date in the first place you know what i mean oh like, man the structure of dating is not really set up like that no more right so it's, it's like, fucked up yeah but that's why it leads to so many failed mm-hmm. relationships yeah right. relationships marriages etc cetera, etc cetera. right and it's man that that's a podcast in itself <laughs> man. Man, I have to have a relationship podcast like shit. <laughs> nah, you're you're a hundred percent right. Um, honestly, in my experience, what I had noticed after becoming celibate after leaving Christianity and getting divorced, mm-hmm. um, is that you're absolutely right. The dating process is different. It's kind of people yearn so much to get in a relationship that they just bypass the process of actually knowing a person on an intimate friend level first, right? Or building some sort of companionship, right? They try to build that over time. The problem is, if you're not married or you you never taken any counseling or, pre, or you don't read books, you don't know shit like the love language or shit like the honeymoon phase. You know what I'm saying? You need to know that. You mm-hmm. need to know that like this first six months to a year might be sweet, and that's just chemically. You need to yeah. understand. You need to, <laughs> you yeah. gotta, and, and that can last. That ranges for everybody is differently. Some people get bored after two weeks. Some people get bored after six months. Not it's not getting bored though. That's 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 the actual lie. You're not getting bored. That chemical uh, buildup is wearing off, and that's where you're supposed to really learn the person. And that's why I had decided to become celibate. I was like, you know what? I need to learn and really be a friend to my partner. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't do that no more at all. They skip right to dating, right to fucking. Then you got oxytocin all in your body, which is the exact same chemicals released when a woman has a fucking child. And then you got all this love in the air. Now you're in love in two months. And then six months down the line, niggas ain't shit. And bitches ain't loyal. So, <laughs> so it's like you gotta you gotta kind of have the, the process of dating has been fucked up because nobody wants to make friends. And we live in America where everyone wakes up they put their clothes on, their uniform on, they brush their teeth, they put their COVID-19 mask on, and then they put their outside mask on so they can pretend to be the person 
whoever they want to be. They just pretend. Everyone's pretending to put. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not being that person that that goes home and sits on the couch and kicks back and kicks their leg open, takes a bra off and let the titties hang. Like that's the person that you're loving, though. Actually, in the long run, right? I need to see that person, and that happens right. over time. And people need to give it time. And me and Cindy have been have been friends for like six, seven years before we started dating. Oh, that's awesome. And we, and we met in total different circumstances. Way different circumstances. Way different circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So you say, so we're saying like, uh, what? So um, basically, you know, how you think? Well, you know, how, what's your view on marriage? And how do you? And like, how do you think? Do, you, do y'all think that it's a, that their marriage will affect how people think about it? I, I think that like they were really hood goals for a lot of people. Honestly, they were. They yeah. were they they were they were proof that you can well at least to people in their minds proof mm-hmm. that you can be like two people like you know from their background unapologetically and, like, themselves unapologetically themselves and make it work mm-hmm. you know what I mean like they really did look like a like a really amazing team so like they were goals for a lot of people and I'm sure people are just like damn yo like relationships just like. Like I'm pretty sure someone's thinking to themselves, like, "Yo, Offset and Cardi couldn't make it." Yeah, I didn't I think know that. about this shit, bro. I don't think that either. But it's just yeah. like I know they, I know people looked I know at people them will. and saw them and saw the type of people they were and probably resonated with their personality ties with the type of people yeah. they were. It was just like, "Yo, I get if, yo, my bitch can hold me down like Cardi, bro." We need to normalize celebrities being humans. We need to normalize celebrities being humans. They are human beings, bro. They are regular people like your sister or your brother or your friend. Like, just, mm-hmm. they're not this, like, angelic figure. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's why I like podcasts, because you can really learn about a celebrity. They talk a lot about themselves, and you really build a connection with them and realize, like, this is a regular-ass person, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's, let's switch topics. I want to uh, switch to a double down, guys. You know, it's one of my favorite segments. Um <laughs> Where, you know, I want y'all to think, I'm going to get y'all mine first, and then you guys can think uh, one one thing that may be unpopular, maybe you don't want to say. Maybe it's too blunt. Maybe they don't want you to say it. Maybe Twitter might block it. But I'm going to say it, though. Fuck it. So one thing that's mad important to me is that people who are my friends, uh, Cindy as my partner, everyone around me is trying to grow and be a better person. Every day. Every day. Like, every day I'm trying to be better, right? Mm-hmm. And the most important part about that, what people don't really consider, is that it's the actual effort and results that count, right? So mm-hmm. if, you know, uh, let's say you're struggling with anger, right? Okay. And for, you've been explosive, but for three weeks you've been straight. But for this one particular argument, it got heated and you lost your shit, right? See, You've been good for three weeks, but when it mostly counted, you wasn't able to deliver. I needed to see some results when it mostly counts, right? So that's how I judge everything. I judge myself like that because I think we all should be trying to be better, especially when it comes to something like that on a personal character level like anger, right? So mm-hmm. I say all I have to say is I want to double down on action and accountability. Like, cut this, like, yeah, I'm working on it, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out, man. Cut yeah. that shit out. <laughs> Yo, fuck that. I don't have that option. Mm-hmm. I got to wake up every morning and go, how the fuck am I going to figure this out? Like, how am I going to be better? How am I going to love my girl better? How am I going to be able to uh, not get us upset when um, 
I interpret certain things as disrespect or attitude. Like I'm thinking progressively every day. So I don't respect that you just going to say like, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. And, and, and it's just gonna make a lot more sense um, when we go to our next segment. But my whole point is just like, yo, if you want to like, uh, be on this earth, then you got to realize that there's only really one way forward. There is no backward. You go backwards. You, you know what they say? All homage. You, you don't eat, you die. You don't go backwards. You got to go forward and you got to, ju- you know, you're going forward, not by like this magnificent leaps and jumps. You know, you're going forward by the small little results. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. You know, me and my girl were arguing three times a week. Now we're arguing one time a week. Don't be mad. You argued that one time a week. Be happy. You're not arguing three times a week. No more. Celebrate your results and then keep doubling down on that. That's my shit. Y'all. <laughs> that was dope. Thanks, man. I mean, <laughs> 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 so y'all got anything y'all want to double down on? Display. Hmm. Double down. What I double down on? Um, you know what? I think I think people should double down on self control. Mm. It's like in general, like mean? in general, because like because like. When you when you literally like have self control over something like it's literally like your your power growing like mm. as a human being like your energy and your power just rising right mm-hmm. so like you literally have control over how you react to something how you relate to something how you respond to something and it's just kind of like you know I mean you might not even respond to anger you might respond with depression you might respond with you know what I mean? You might respond in a way that it just puts you in a dimmer light, but whole right. tea, like you really could just control your response and control how things affect you. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, because, like, think about it. Think about how many worlds there are. There's so many people, so there's so many worlds. There's so many different, like, things that everyone's going through on their own. Mm-hmm. And they all mm-hmm. in their own world, right? So right. you're upset about this one thing or you're letting this one thing like chew you up inside when really like there's so much other shit going on outside of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you can't you you can't like it, even anger stuff like anger stuff like just having like those toxic everyone has toxic moments. You know what I mean? People yeah. like oh man that's toxic don't fuck with it. No like and literally every person like I seen this in, I think it was like a post I saw earlier like every person yeah, has the ability to be that. toxic. Well, no, yeah, no, no. I mean, the post was saying wasn't saying that we broke it down and saying that. Well, the, I, I I feel like the the post was saying that everyone has the ability to get there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like every post, every person has it. Everyone is toxic to some degree. You know what I mean? So it's a difference between people who know it and are learning about it and are trying to fix themselves, and then the people who just don't see an issue and they just you know don't have any accountability for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, yeah, I think people should just double down on their self-control because it's like, like, man, like, that is a superpower to have self-control. Indeed it is. Discipline yeah. is uh, something that I um, struggle with, not historically struggle with. So, I, it's something that, like, right. I, I watched the, uh, we were watching the um, Bruce Lee documentary the other day okay. on ESPN. And just to like watch water. this, man, I marvel. Like yeah, be like, what, I marvel at people like him and Jordan. Like, oh, my God, you shoot the same shot a thousand times just to perfect it? I'm going to probably be like, man, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care about this shot that much, but I want that discipline. I desire it. So 
I think mm. you're right about self-control. People should definitely double down on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Abe? So to piggyback on both of y'all, since we're doing this whole self-awareness thing, Right, and um, because of the way we started the podcast in such a toxic nature, mm-hmm. I'm going to double down on people getting rid of their pride and ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because even a degree of this area alone could be so special. Yeah. You know, if everybody would just find somehow, some way to just connect and work together. You know what I There's mean? There's a range of creatives here. Because yeah. we're, we're a transient city. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. This, is, mm-hmm. this is New York. This is LA. This is everywhere. Atlanta. This is the world. Right. If people could just put the pride and ego, like the need to be the top dog, the need mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. top person in the spotlight. If people could just manage to put that aside and work together, at least just to get the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even got yeah. forever thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm doubling down on. Like Okay, man. Yeah. Hey, everyone, this is a PSA. I mean, I don't know why we got so super woke on our double down. <laughs> 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 nah, but real shit though. Real shit, honestly. You know, we're in a pivotal time in history. I think that as Americans, as black people, you know, as our friends, our family, we know it's just kind of different right now. Right. So I think this is a great time to, to, to really double down and work on ourselves individually and hold each other accountable in our actions and our deeds and have self-control and really get rid of that pride and ego. And part of that is learning to control yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm going to pivot um, over to a man's perspective. That is two or three questions from women to us men. Mm-hmm. They want to know how we're thinking about things, how we process things. Where do our brain uh, naturally go? So, um, Cindy, would you like to ask those questions? Yes. Yes, I would love to. All right. So here's some questions from a woman's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So we have, why do men have so much loyalty to other men but treat women like trash. Oh. And these are heterosexual <laughs> men. There's no <laughs> bias here. Well, I mean, as far as we know. But, but like, what, yeah, why, what, why, do, what, what why define, do dudes... Define loyalty and why are you contrasting that with trash? Like, what, okay. what do you mean by that? Okay, so if you have this this standard of loyalty when it comes to your men, when it comes to your friends... Right. right. As mm-hmm. you know, men like some men are like that. They have this loyalty level to their friends, but they don't break bro code and they, they don't disrespect each other. And they, you know, saying they always hold each other down. Right. But when it comes to, you know, their relationship with women, it's like women, they're not like, like they treat them like they like they cheat and they lie and they keep secrets yeah, yeah. and they omit information. And it's just kind of like, why? Why isn't that same standard held with your other relationships, including the ones with women? Hmm. Okay. Um, hey, you want to go first or? It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't Is matter. Shot time. <laughs> <coughs> I can come in there and get a shot. Like uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a heavy question, man. Yeah, I mean, all right, so if you're gonna that's get a, a shot, I'll go first while you're getting. All right, a shot. All right you go ahead okay. and um, you go ahead, Amy. Go ahead and get a shot real quick. Okay, so I've I've been on both sides of these scenarios. Okay. Um, to can to keep it completely honest, 
I grew up in, you know, a very neighborhoodic area. Neighborhoodic. Yeah, uh, that's a ti word right there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a real word. But, you know, I do. I do this on the fly. You know what I'm saying? Neighborhoodedly. I love to see it. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. Neighborhoodedly. I'm about to Arabic dictionary that and give you credit right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate that. Yeah, I grew up in a very neighborhoodic area where it's um. It's almost thrust upon you time and time again to to act like that. Like yeah. you're taught the bro code every single day. If you live in the neighborhood and you are actually an outside body, not just in the house, mm-hmm. then it's almost the programming that was given to you. You know what I'm right. saying? So you our OGs would tell us all the time, yo, don't trust the women, don't trust the women. They don't they, you know, they don't want nothing from you but this and that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's kind of like for me, what changed with it was as we alluded to earlier, because mm-hmm. you're taught that women almost aren't human when you put them in these situations, you know what I'm saying? Wow. But it's until you experience a very like emotional human moment with them is like okay yo this is this is not what they've told me you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. right. so it's like I feel like if a guy hasn't experienced that then they'll continue to go on along the the future route I would say <laughs> the future the toxic the future, future route, route. <laughs> yeah the future toxic. route well, I'm gonna take the shot first and I'll answer shout out, oh, to the, shout out the future toxic god man toxic god. <laughs> the leader of all toxic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah. salute let's salute please wear y'all PPE y'all personal protective equipment y'all masks y'all gloves please stay six feet Six feet, please. Do six and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't even, you know, y'all like breaking rules anyway. You know, for good measure. For good measure. Yeah. Um, this. Damn, this lime crazy. Let's get the. Let's get this. This lime was like this lime had too much water in it, or juice in it. So yeah, uh, for me, that lime was amazing. Listen, for me, like, you know, same way I was neighborhoodic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Raised on the bro code, of course, and um, it's you know, kind of tied to street code as well, to exactly. a degree, as far as loyalty to your brother, mm. like a like a really bl- especially if it's like your real man, it's like a my real men like a Ty, shout out Melo, that that's my brothers, like mm-hmm. you know, I like somebody they call me right now, I'm like, hey, I'm there, like you know what I'm saying, like I'm there. It's only certain people you're like that with, so. When it comes to like uh, a man, let's say cheating on this girl, right? Yeah. Or, you know, leading some girl along, and you know better. Historically speaking, I probably would have tolerated that kind of behavior because we not we really not taught to get in in that kind of business. To be honest, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't we may not respect it and treat women like that, but we like, man, you need to get shit together. We're, we're still kind of, I mean, for me at least, I'll correct them, like, man, you need to get shit together. Like, mm-hmm. do you, you know what I'm saying? I'll still say shit like that, but I think, if I'm being honest, I would still tolerate it. I would still would allow them to be in my presence, because my brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want him to get his shit together, but I think now, as a black man, in 2020, I'm not tolerating no black man dog and no black woman. 
Facts. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening no more. I don't. I don't respect it. That's somebody's future mother, who will mm-hmm. rate, who will grow and, and be affected by watching you dog his mom. Yeah, it's true. Why we repeating this? I don't respect it no more. So I say all to say, this hard decisions that got to be made by that though, right? Because it's still my fucking brother. Mm. Like it's my, I, I, and I mean, you know, me, you know, A, we mean that though. Like this is my brother. Like something happened. I'm got you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, we I've known these men ten plus years, and like, we've grown up together. We've been fucking robbed together. Like all that. But I still have to say, at this point in my life, as an adult male who respects black women tremendously, I can't tolerate it. So I think for the men who do normally tolerate it, I think it's just more so like we were taught like you don't get into that man's business. I think there's certain boundaries. Like we're not going to tolerate a guy slapping up his girl. Like we ain't tolerating that. We ain't tolerating like, you know what I'm saying, big dumb wild shit. We're not tolerating that. But when it comes to like cheating, that should be sport. That shit be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you like how it really is. It'd be sport. Yeah, like, you'll be like a guy, a guy's coolness, he'll move mm-hmm. up the ranks. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's doing stuff like cheating and you know, mm-hmm. multiple girls. Yeah. But it goes back to the privilege, it goes back to the prize philosophy we spoke about last time. Because nah. this guy is able to defy the odds. He's able to have a girl and still go get more pussy. Facts. We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> How are you achieving this? How, what is this? <laughs> so, so that's why, though, subconsciously, we don't think about it and process it. But I think it's more so like, it's, it's also like a, wow, this guy, wow. You know what I'm saying? But I think on some level, I don't know if Abe can uh, contest or, or agree with this or talk about it. I think we all be like, hey, man, stop cheating on your girl. This why. Just don't be with her. Like, just I'm go a, I'm fuck keep it a girls. Buck, y'all. I'm going to keep it a buck, y'all. Like, some females think that's, like, mad gay that dudes are like that with each other. Like, they love each other so much. They'll never hurt each other. They'll never be, like, disloyal to each other. But you say you love a female and a woman. I'm sorry. You say you love a woman and you cheat on her and treat her like anything. And she don't get the same standard of loyalty. And that's supposed to be your best friend. Like, what's up with that shit? Like, it just seems... I've heard so many women say, man, I think niggas is gay for real. Because, <laughs> like, like, niggas just be so loyal to each other. What's... Like, y'all piece it up with each other. But if a woman does something that just they're upset to you or you feel, like, disrespected, like, some guys just dismiss them completely. Like, oh, no, I'm not fucking with you no more. How much like, there's the no forgiveness. How much huh? of the truth do you want? I mean, like, just keep it a buck. How much of it do you want? Just keep it a buck 100%. I can't break bro code. Never mind. I think I think it stems from that those men, right? They think that women are different, right? We all we all know men and women are different, right? Those men are like women are different, right? So the conversations are like, you know how bitches be, bro. It's just you uh. know how that shit go. You know what I'm saying? So the conversation that's had is different. Is it devaluing the humanity subconsciously without saying it out loud? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But are they smart enough and cognitive enough to understand what they're even speaking? No. Probably not. So I think it starts from a place that they don't really like value it the same. 
And I think that when it goes to like bro code, it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? They have a philosophy like, man, bitches come and go, but bros is for life. That's my brother for life. Mm-hmm. I can get another bitch, but I can't get another brother. Because, you know, I, I think that, like, one conversation needs to be had between men and women. And I'm sure it's been had on podcasts before. Mm-hmm. But just that the life style and evolution is vastly different. Facts. For example, I don't know, Cindy, if you feel comfortable with me talking about the friendship you just gained. Sure. For reference, you just gained a friendship with a young woman who seems very nice, right? And y'all, mm-hmm. uh, like, seem really, like, getting really cool with each other over the past few weeks. Right. It's not like that with guys. I don't trust nobody. <laughs> no news. <no, no. laughs> Everyone yeah. would snake me. That's fact. Because mm-hmm. it's so much higher stakes with guys. Like, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't be thinking that y'all new friend gonna rob you. I'm always thinking that. I got PTSD like shit. Yeah, yeah you have you have a different background. So, <laughs> but my whole point, my whole point of saying that is like, um, the bond that you have with a friend that you have for ten plus years, you you look at it differently. Even if you've been with this girl for four years, even though, if we're being honest, on paper she may know you much more and be much closer to you on paper. It's just that year, that ten years, and that loyalty that you don't want to break. But and, I would encourage. And, go and, ahead. and for me, you know, to add on something quick, you know, to keep it short and simple, it's the, it's the, like you said, as far as like the getting robbed thing, like being in a life or death situation with your bros, it, it puts you in a bond where it's like nothing can top that unless it's no. a life or death situation on the other side you know what i or mean your bro came through you came through for you in a clutch you don't forget that shit right ever really i never forgot none of the favors that was done for me not even favorite none, none of the uh i would really submit that it was brotherly charity that was done for me without me asking like i never i can't forget that so that's harder but i will submit that people should not tolerate your brothers disrespecting them black women get the get that shit out of here of course of course don't bring that shit in 2021 but uh next question mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. this is one from um i think somebody you saw teddy on uh ig oh yeah IG question okay. yeah okay so this one was why do men go out their way to basically Flex financially, like with women, like buy the purses and stuff like that, buy all this stuff. And they'll, but they'll see a woman who's like a boss, who's like, you know, starting her own company, who's like doing something really creative, doing something really amazing, that's effective and helpful for, you know, the masses, but won't like invest or like give money to that woman, like on a non-sexual, non-relational level. Yeah. And, and I and I, I'll even elaborate because I read the post that the girl mm-hmm. posted. Oh. Yeah, 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 it was it, it was a, it was layered. It was layered. She typed it really it hurt my brain, but yeah, it was she, layered. She was frustrated. <laughs> um, she was. I feel like she was asking like, uh, why do men not want female boss type women, like women who own their shit? I own my shit. I got this. My car. This my house. Why do they want those kind of women? And why don't men invest? in women's businesses. And and I thought about that as we were driving home. If I come to you, if I come to my man, right, bro, I got this idea. And I know he's a, he got he got bread or whatever. Mm-hmm. He might be like, all right, bro, I'll give you a few stacks. Just see, what it, see how I look out, right? But I don't know if a female friend went to him and he would, do, he would have the same ease. 
I don't know. With, I can't. No, I can't no say. Yeah. No I can't. Like yeah. And that. And that's what, And that's why I think she was saying like not off of no sexual shit. Like, could you just do it off from like respect? Like, cause she like like I'm gonna get. You. She, she actually said this. I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars. We sign some legal paperwork, and I get back twenty thousand dollars. Like that isn't a conversation I've seen had between many of my male friends and their female friends. But mm-hmm. I've seen it commonly happen between male to male friends. So that's what I would add to that question. Mm. Well, that that would sound like they don't they don't trust. Well, it's so many ways to go about that scenario. Mm. One, I feel like guys prefer materialistic girls because they're easier to obtain. Um, mm. when it comes to like a business savvy, hold one, on, whoa, whoa, you you can't skip past that. What you mean? <laughs> I got it. Rewind back. Okay, <laughs> guys prefer girls that are impressed by money because they're easier to attain. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, let's stop. Let's just focus here for a second. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, because I find this fascinating. It's like a lot of speaking, right? So if that is the case, then mm-hmm. they understand that they only have attained the girl by financial means? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so if that is the case, would that encourage insecurity, knowing that their financial means were taking the girl would leave? Um... It could, but more than likely, the mindset is that's a bridge you'll have to cross when you get to it. So, is it the... Okay, let me ask you this. Is it the... Okay, so most of these women that they buy these bags for and stuff like that, those are women who don't want to work. So, do you think it's the control? Yeah, that plays a part. They are the sole source of their income until they start their own businesses eventually, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You think it's control? Yeah, it plays a part into it, of course. Just needing to be needed. All right, being a provider. More serious question. (laughs) Exactly. Is that control malicious? Oh yeah. Is it natural or malicious? It's malicious. Mm, Interesting. Why you feel like it's malicious? Interesting. I mean, it's not natural. That's not interesting. Things are getting interesting in this conversation. It's very, it's very natural would be going about the way that she said, you know, you sign some paperwork, you know, it's mm-hmm. no hidden agendas. Mm-hmm. You put in 10, you get back 20, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's right. more of a natural way to go about it. If mm-hmm. I'm sitting here like, and this is just an example, y'all, I'm so broke, so don't take this low mind. If I'm sitting here buying a girl a Birkin bag or something, you know what I'm saying? Like in my mind, I'm I'm already keying in. Like, okay, shorty going like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And basically, as long as I'm buying her nice things, I'm gonna have this control over her. You know what I'm saying? Well, can I broaden this? Okay, please, for funsies. <laughs> for funsies. I'll give a personal example. Okay. When I was a tattoo artist, I made a lot of money. Uh huh. And then some weeks, I made a little bit of money. Right. But I was dating, and most of the women I was dating knew I was a tattoo artist, so they expected me to have a lot of money. Okay. Now, when I did, was dating a person for a few weeks or a month, whoever, however, I felt mad uh, weird when my money got mad low. So I say all I have to say to round this up to this question, do you think that these guys who are putting off this image of I got the money, I'm going to take care of you, all that, are going to regret this later? Uh, How can you sustain this? You you might, but also, 
I mean, that's the nature of being a hustler. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hustler, but they, they, most of these men that do that are not. They just happen to have money in their savings. You know, but no, when I say hustler, I mean like no matter what you're doing to to get money, you're 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 willing to play this game. You know what I'm saying? Like you've accepted mm-hmm. the fact, like I, um, the kind of girls I want to attract, they like this, they like that. <clears throat> I got a little bit of money. I'm gonna play this game. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna roll the dice. I might crap out sometimes. Cause anybody that had to go out and get it on their own, like it's you, different for them, though. You think? Well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you have the same respect for a woman if you know that she's only there mainly, not fully, but mainly because you have money? Or do you do you respect her equally as like a as an equal if you know that she's mainly here because you have money? So am I speaking on my behalf or just for both? I, 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 I honestly, I think let's let's speak on your behalf and then let's speculate on what probably most people feel. Okay, so on my behalf, I'm gonna treat her the same either way. Mm-hmm. So whether I catch on to these little scenarios where it makes me think like, okay, she's really just here for this financial stability. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm vibing with her, I'm going to just vibe it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be nothing to be like, uh, well, you know, she only here for this, so I can't do this. You know, that that's not going to do nothing but hurt me in the long run. Because she could be here for the money and still help you get it. You know what I mean? Man, I'm going to be honest. I ain't never respect the woman who was here for what I, something I had to give like that. Yeah, but that's... I really never respected them. Yeah, I, but I don't really respect the person like that who's just around somebody for something in general. Right, that's just whack to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more so okay with it because of the way I grew up. You know, niggas grew up dirt dirt poor. What's mm-hmm. So you know, like we used to we used to have to put like stuff together. Like, I right, there is you got the milk, I got the cereal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, no, I don't mean like that. <laughs> I mean like I mean like a girl. No, nah, but you grow. But as you get older, of course, that stuff turns into other things, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not going. I'm not going to knock a girl, especially because the way you know girls be raised is like princesses. They be spoiled, you getting whatever they want. Um, they just trying to find people. Who can, right. I'll say this. I'll say this. What, to each his own. Okay. Because there is a rapper, uh, somewhere in the heart of the DMV. Uh, punching in his bars as we speak. Okay. Punching in bar by bar. He will meet a beautiful ghetto Southeast queen who would love him for his money. They would be excellent together. Okay. But for me, speaking, like when I became a tattoo artist, I started to really resent people because they started to hang around me because I was I was tattooing and mm-hmm. I was popping and I hated them for that, actually. Right. I was like, oh, you're so whack. Because like, Especially like the girls I would talk to at the time were smashed back then. Like I knew you was talking to me because the principal or whatever it was, because I was a tattoo artist, because I had this money, whatever. It just I knew that it was just this, and I was just a body to fill this thing that you had in your mind. I just a body to fill this thing you have in your mind. Right. If I was a, a, a fucking um, I don't fucking not could have been anything, bro. If I was a chef and I was popping, you would be here too. Like it, you you here because I'm popping. Okay. <laughs> that's whack to me. You're only here because of that. You're not here. like that's 
you need to be popping on your own. That's how celebrities hang with celebrities. Because they don't want people who just hang in because like they who are who they are. Like that's whack to me. Right. And that, that goes to a female level too. But as a young boy, obviously I manipulated that. I had groupies. But I want to pivot that into our uh, hypothetical situation that I'm proposed to both of y'all. Um, okay. Uh, obviously, it's going to be uh, uh, switching up for you. So, mm-hmm. um, guys, um, ladies and guys, Avery, Cindy, you've been with your partner for two years now. Mm-hmm. Things are going great. Um, it's been a bit of a struggle. Obviously, it's been a pandemic, happen- pandemic happening. Uh, you know, work was kind of scarce. You're on limited hours. So, finances have been pretty, pretty tight. But you're able to make through, you're able to still have good dinners together, you have drinks when you need to, and always, always good weed, right? Okay. okay. Things are good. <laughs> okay. So. Sounds good. You happen to visit the in-laws, Avery, okay. Cindy. You visit the spouse's parents, right? Okay. And you're being festive, you're drinking wine, things are great. There's incense in the air. Did I mention it was woke? Black Lives Matter? It's signs in the yard. It's amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so amazing. Can you imagine the dew and the air in like Arizona on 60 degree night? It's amazing. Anyways, so guys, wow. you're sitting there and the mom goes, night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the mom leans over after having three glasses of wine. She goes, Avery, Cindy, I just don't know why your partner never cashed in her million dollars. It's a million dollars. It's sitting right in the bank. What? Ever Wait. since they was younger, they told me they wanted to live such a humble life, but I, I just don't know that you can just live. You have a million dollars. It's probably accumulated so much mass. And then you learn that your partner has had a $1 million inheritance building for years. Now, before you talk, your partner takes you to the room, pulls you to the side and goes, hey, listen, I need you to understand that I just didn't want to tell you about this. I didn't want you to change the way you thought about me. I don't know if you heard what my mom said. I wanted to live a humble life. I didn't want to live like them. Like, live like them. They come from money. I didn't want to live like that. So, what's your next move? What? No bull. Like, what? There's <laughs> like, a lot of things happening. This is 2020, man. Oh, Welcome gosh. to the Bleed Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Bleed Podcast. This is the Bleed Podcast. Yeah, gonna be a lot of the, Bleed Podcast. The ISO Booms is getting serious this year. That's all I'm saying, mm-hmm. man. The ISO Booms is serious. I can't, y'all want me to speak? I don't know. No, nah, I can speak uh, on it. Like yeah, y'all go ahead. Just think about it for a second. So you're saying that we've been in a relationship for two years, struggling, and you have this inheritance that you just refuse to use because you don't want to live a for the audience uh, let me for the audience lifestyle. let me define for the audience let me define struggle not necessarily paycheck to paycheck but when, from paycheck to paycheck you only have about a few hundred dollars to spare for funsies and you just have all this money and we're just playing this game of like like middle classism like i i don't understand it yeah one million one million plus the accumulation of 20 plus years yeah so so, so is she just gonna Die and let the million sit there, or like, what's the um, what's the what's the plan here? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, you are good. Your guess is as good as mine, man. You having a conversation? I don't know. It just happened. Oh I'm God. in the same situation y'all in. But 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 the thing about it is, is 
this person, your partner, Avery, Cindy, is saying, I just did not want you to judge me as a person who came from money. I wanted you to know that I was down for the struggle. I was down for the grind. And listen, I wanted to live like a normal American. I didn't want to be a Republican. Yo... I, I, baby, we didn't, we, I, we did that. I know you're not, and I don't look at you like that. Hey, cash that check, baby. <laughs> you know, okay. you know, at first, I, felt that simple. I, I was that simple in my head about it. I was just like, yeah, fuck it, just get the money though. Mm-hmm. But like, what if he like refuses to, like, he was just like, nah, I still want to live the humble life though. Well, welcome in. Like, What's, hold on, can, can, you, can, you, can I insert a door noise so I can welcome in the devil's advocate? Welcome in the devil's advocate. Yes, I do not want to change my lowly lifestyle. I enjoyed this. I think living humbly teaches you character and will ingrain our kids a sense of hustle and grind. And I would not like to cash in that million dollars. And when we die, it can go to charity. Maybe to Elon Musk with Neuralink so he can make us live forever. <laughs> yo, I would be dead. I really would be ready to fight, son. Like, for real. Come just like, yo. You can't... How you choosing this humble life? <laughs> I'm not choosing this. This is put on me at birth. I, 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 <laughs> I was born into this for them. Can we get a... 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 You can take that money and just create generational wealth, bro. Like, you can teach our kids all the things they need to know. I want to start from zero. Nah, son. But it's not... That's not you. You're not living real life. No, it's son. It's not you though. You have yes, a million dollars. You're not starting from zero. So you're starting from question. a pretend zero. If that person, okay. So, <laughs> so basically, if I'm if I'm summarizing what the feeling in the air is, if that person goes, I'll cash this in, y'all stay, and then they go, I'm not cashing this in, y'all leave. Listen, bro, that's the, that's some weird shit you want to do. If you want to just be poor, like that's cool for you, like that's fun, do it. But I'm no, not, not poor. No, no, no. Let me clarify. Not poor, but. Working from zero to the top, but I'm saying, you know, having money gives you a head start. Facts. We could just have, we could have, we could take that bill, a million dollars and have one amazing idea and fund that idea, and still che- teach our children values. I don't, I don't understand this willing poorness. I don't get it. It's still poor compared to the money you have. Well, let me ask you <laughs> a bigger question. Let me ask you a larger question at hand that we never sure. discuss. Okay. What do you feel about the dishonesty? Oh shit! Um, is that dishonesty though? It's a lie. I mean, I'm pretty sure at this at this point, two years down the line, you've had a conversation about finances and credit. You living together, right. trying to build. Okay. So you dishonestly hid by, or we can even like if you're playing devil's advocate and want to make it light, we can say lie by omission. You know. I I just I think that's kind of whack though. Like people people struggle and people do this shit every day because they genuinely don't have it. But you have it, and you're you're you just don't want to. You, you would rather struggle than. And that's a slap in the face to people that's really struggling. That's really struggling though. Like, come on, bro. This shit is not a game. It's every day getting, getting up for work when you know you really don't want to. Like going to a job that you hate because you need the money for your bills is real, bro. Like you're like I feel like y'all don't respect my rich struggle. Nah, y'all don't respect don't. my rich struggle. That's rich y'all, shit. Y'all not being apathetic <laughs> to my rich struggle. Y'all don't know what's like to come from money. It's always around me. I hate having it. I can get anything I want. Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> that's, that's so much. Niggas is not trying to hear that, bro. They're like, yeah. no, but she don't get it. 
You don't get it. I don't care about your rich nigga problems. I can buy whatever I want. I'm tired of these cars. I got too many BMW i8s. I got all the colors. <laughs> like she's saying, all this anxiety from working with people you don't like. And... Nigga, I'm busting my like... ass and you rich low key. I'm going to fight. Period. I got. Square I already up. have four giraffes. Damn. Square up, bro. Square up. I guess I should order Square a tiger. Up. Next week. Can we? Can we at least get fifty thousand out? You know what I'm saying? Just you know. No. Five hundred thousand dollars. No. No. Two. No. Up to one mil that I accumulated over twenty years. Nigga, I'm thinking about all the times I asked you for bread. I'm like, yo, can oh, you send me like ten dollars for gas? I'm really struggling today, babe. Can you send me this money? You just like, I'm gonna check my account. I have fuck you up. But man. if you think about it, playing devil's advocate, <laughs> playing devil's advocate. Hold on, but playing devil's advocate. It's kind of like no, but it's kind of really just kind of like a saving account that you don't acknowledge, so you can save more, right? Kind of no. But how, kind of like a saving account, you're not. You're clearly making an extra few hundred dollars. Well, this savings account, you never. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a bond. You know what I mean? Like a security bond at the bank. You don't really think about it. It's just there. You know, it's just there. Bro, two years, <laughs> a few hundred dollars in two years versus a million dollars. Well, let me get my thoughts. So, uh, you know. On one level, it's a person who like really loves psychology and likes to try to play both sides of the fence, the understand recipient and the giver of whatever's happening. I understand the sentiment to want to hide that information from someone, especially if you know they're middle class, lower middle class. Okay. Because that does change their perception of you. Here's why. If I know Cindy is rich, right? Okay. And uh, my electric bill is due. Uh, about to get cut off. I'm way more likely to ask her it than if I know she's in the same predicament than me. Right? If right. I know she's fucking rich, I'm going to ask her, hey, can you help me with the rent? But if I know she's like just like me trying to figure it out, I'm probably going like, to make some moves, make some phone calls. So a person being rich does change your, your interaction with them. It changes the way you perceive them because they can help you more, quite literally. It doesn't hurt them as much. So you don't feel as bad as for asking. Um, so with that being said, I think that um, just that person shouldn't have been dishonest. Facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, dishonesty, for me, is like a... a, a Significant red flag. I don't ever really allow it ever in friendships or anything. But I do understand the sentiment when you would want to hide that kind of information for someone so you would know they were really for you, right? Right. I, I, I want to be able to trust you with $100 before I give you $100,000, right? Okay. Um, same, same token, we need to have a conversation about you cashing this shit in because I, <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, listen, hey, if you don't want, I, I'll take the moral thing you don't want. I'll take it. I'll, I'll eat the moral thing you don't like. Cause like, I don't know what's going on. And, and at the same time, if that person goes, listen, I want to live a lowly, a lowly life to understand what it was like to build that character. I need them to sit down and have a logical conversation with me on why they couldn't do that in a different way. Because you can. You can definitely do that through therapy, through reading books, through being kind, through charity. You don't have to uh, suppress 
your urges to use your money and blessing for what you desire. Desires are not wrong inherently. It's the lust for fulfilling every desire you have is the problem. Right. That's the problem. So that's that's my thoughts on that shit. So would you, you ain't answer though? Would you leave the person or what's going on? Um, I would not leave them for dishonesty for that. That's like a kind of an asterisk for me almost because I'm really Cindy knows I'm like super big and you know too, but like I'm mad big on honesty between all my friends and girls, whatever. I'm like honestly transparency, but on that issue, as a person who's like very guarded and understands trust, and understands principle, and thinks people might snake me because I got fucking PTSD like shit and I'm working through it through therapy. I get it, honestly. I really do. You have a million dollars in your bank. You don't want to just tell everybody that. Right. You really don't. You want to wait for a while. Two years may be a bit long. Yeah. So Honestly, once you move in, I should know. <laughs> you should tell me once you move in so we at least have a backup plan before we get evic- evicted. That's too oh. far. What are you living? What are you trading places, Eddie Murphy? What is this? It's just too much of an experiment. <laughs> it's too much of an experiment for me. So yeah, yes. I think moving in. I think I think two years is too far. But I think six months to a year, I would understand why you want to hold some type of information like that from someone. Mm. I would. I wouldn't leave immediately, but they would really be nuanced based on the person and the situation. Right. If, if they did, if they didn't change their mind and didn't want to use the money. Boy, I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm so principled that if they were able to give me a legitimate argument, I might accept it. If they were able to give me a real, true, genuine argument, give me some facts, it was like, listen, if I don't, if I if I take this money, it will affect me this way, and I won't do this, and I won't learn this, and I won't develop like this, and my kids won't do this, and they can really present a robust argument to me that if I take this money, it will really uh now, I want to say adversely, it would change the course that I attend for my life and how I want to direct it. I'm never going to tell anyone how to live their life. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's facts, but I just don't see that being an argument, though, because it's like either. you're literally, as the significant other, you're literally the opposite. So yeah. you can instill all of that in the kids and whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they'd be hard to try to prove that you. The only way that you can gain these certain character elements is if you go through a certain a struggle of poverty. I, they'd be hard for us to prove that because I'm sure that if you raise your kids, I think let's 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 let's, let's debunk this real quick as we wrap this up. I think that we should debunk the fact that being rich is what ruins a child. It's mm. being rich and having absent parent which ruins the child. Or have a parent who's or, not yet learned you, values. There you, there you go. Or being rich or, or having a parent who holds you to the standard that they expect you to meet mm-hmm. and just dem- demands it from you. All those things go into making a person who's not a well-rounded adult, not being yeah. rich. It's not the, the actual having of the money that's happening. It's the parent and their involvement in their child's life and how they're Guiding more than this fucking brain, nigga. It's fucking alien brain. We're all alien brain. We're all aliens. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you see, we're all bro. <laughs> yeah, man, we're all aliens. But uh, hey, man, we're at uh, fucking 86 minutes. Anybody's got anything to add, man? Um, it's been a really interesting fucking podcast. <laughs> like, this was dope. 
I mean, is, the, first one, the first one is fire, but I feel like this one is like super fire too. I think they're going to get better, man. We're just going to have interesting fucking conversations. You know why though, guys? Before we get off and we just encourage Amber, I think it's because it's transparency. We're just talking from humans. We're humans just like, you ever wondered this? We're just talking. We're just shooting the shit, bro. We're just shooting the shit like, what's up with this not looking at nuanced shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're just shooting the shit, and that's what everybody wants to do. We want to ask these questions because we be wondering this shit. Mm-hmm, right. Like, what's up with the shade room shading everybody? Anyways, guys. <laughs> um... <laughs> Why is the shade room shading? They do it all the time. They be like, uh, blah, 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 coming through in her new new fleeky dress. But it, but the whole po- uh, point of the picture be her fucked up hairdo. <laughs> oh, shit, her nail, oh, no, her nail be fucked up. Bro. They talking about since she coming through in her new dress. Niggas Don't try to shit. trick me. You, y'all ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas don't be shit. But nah, bro. y'all got anything else y'all want to add before we sign out of here, yo? <clears throat> Yo, double down on the self-control and follow me on official underscore slay on sir. Instagram. Yes, sir. DMV, we got to clean up this toxicity mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. full display 24-7. That's it. That's it, man. <laughs> hey, man. Peace, love, blessings to everyone. I know it's a mad, challenging time. People are going through various struggles but I want to just uh, encourage everyone to keep a bit of optimism, you know, and um, I want to double down again on what I said last week. Be a little more risky. Make your life more interesting. Try a new thing. DIY some shit. I don't know. YouTube it. It's so many resources, so many things you can keep yourself busy with uh, during this time that can keep you in a great mental space. And uh, also, I want to shout out um, our company, Simply Hemp, guys. Check out Simply Hemp. We're at simplyhempusa.com. If you are struggling with anxiety, depression, I couldn't encourage CBD more, not because it's my company. I don't care if you go buy it from wherever. I want you to just try it and you'll know what it's like. Yep, yep, yep. And that's it for us, man. We love you guys. We'll see you next episode. We're running this like a Rogan show, so I don't know when next episode will be. This is the unknown Double bleep podcast. I'm gonna answer two bleeps there for fun. <laughs> two bleeps. Hey, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna add some intro music to some. The bleep podcast. The bleep podcast. <laughs> hey, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace out.